This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Insiders wherever you get your podcasts. Good day, everybody. From Philadelphia. 76ers. Good morning, Matt Murphy and everybody else, or I guess good afternoon on the East Coast. Um, wonderful to do a post Sixers win Twitter space. Feels extra wonderful after a win over the Los Angeles Lakers last night here in Los Angeles. Really excited to break this one down with everybody here. So if you haven't yet, please, please, please click on my icon or Matt's icon. Send us a DM, send us a question, a comment, a piece of feedback, anything you've liked over the last couple of weeks, anything you want to discuss from the last couple weeks worth of Sixers basketball, and anything that you're looking forward to in the upcoming few weeks of Sixers basketball, which are sure to be exciting. Um, Welcome, as always, to a Sixers Twitter space. We are so excited to get underway. Matt Murphy is here with me. Matt, Good morning. How was your late night viewing experience last night? Shout out to all the real ones that stayed up late to watch that game. It was good. Hello, Lauren. Thanks for joining us from the West Coast. It is morning for you. It's afternoon for me. It's late at night for anyone listening from Perth, Australia, I believe just after midnight for them. So we know we have a lot of Australian listeners. I don't know how many are with us live today, but If you can't make these live, they are available on the 76ers Insiders podcast feed as well. But it's good to be back. The Sixers are 45 and 27 now after a 126-121 road win over the Lakers. And they got the job done. They had a bigger lead in the first half or heading into halftime and ultimately closed it out. Four 20-point scorers, and we can jump into the box score, some standout performers all around, and then we could take questions as well. But four 20-point scorers on each team, but Joel Embiid had a game high with 30 points. 
Matt, it feels like we've talked about it quite a few times at this point, but Joel Embiid somehow continues to put together a quiet 30 and 10 outing, a quiet 40 and 12 outing, a quiet 27 and 17 outing. It's been so interesting to to watch the way that he's been able to be so dominant in such a, I don't want to say like demure, but in like a non uh I don't know. It's so interesting to see him be as dominant as he's been while still getting his teammates involved. I think that that's how I would describe what I saw last night against the Los Angeles Lakers. And as we jump into the box score, please send your questions, send your thoughts, send who has stood out to you over the last few games, whose numbers stand out to you as I go through the box score. Send me a DM. My DMs are a little bit short today, so I'd love to see some more from those of you that are here. So, without further ado, I will jump into the box score, and you guys will tell me what stands out. Joel Embiid leads the way for the 76ers once again. 30 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks. There were four, Matt, as you said, 20-plus point scorers in last night's outing. James Harden, 24 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Tyrese Maxey, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, and a steal. Tobias Harris, 20 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. And then you go to the bench, who also, which also had a productive evening. 9 points apiece for DeAndre Jordan and George Niang. DeAndre finished with 9 points and 7 rebounds. George finished with 9 points, a rebound, and 2 assists. 6 from Furkan Korkmaz, 3 from Shake Milton, 4 from Matisse Thibel, plus a couple of steals and a block for that 5th starter in Matisse. Overall, Matt lost a little bit of momentum down the stretch, but then held the Lakers off for a win, and a win is a win. Um, So what did you most enjoy about this one? Well, some of the numbers that stood out to me, I actually tweeted some. I wasn't trying to encroach on your underrated Sixers stats uh, tweet, but some of the things that stood out to me, uh, limiting themselves to... Seven turnovers is good. Tobias Harris being a game high plus 20. Thought he really impacted things. James Harden, 16 third quarter points. And then Embiid's stat line overall. So the 30-10, well, a game with at least 30-10, three steals and three blocks. It's only the second time that he's done that in his career. And it was his first time this season. Only Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic have been other NBA players to do that. So those are the things that stood out to me statistically or a little bit beyond the box score as well. Also, the bench minutes were kind of spread around. They went a little bit deeper. Everybody on the bench played double-digit minutes. Uh, The fewest was Danny Green with 11. The most was Shake Milton with 20. George Yang had a bunch of threes that were important early in the game. DeAndre Jordan ended up racking up nine points and seven rebounds. Furkan Korkmaz had six points, so balanced bench minutes or distribution of those minutes, and then the four 20-point scorers in the starting lineup. That is some of what stood out to me. What was the what was the vibe like on site, Lauren? It was it was good to see you out there doing your thing. What was crypto.com arena like? And the I know there were some MVP chants for Joel in another visiting building or road building. So what was it like at the game? Well, look, there were plenty of Sixers fans in the house, which has become 
pretty much the standard this season as this team travels from city to city. Of course, good to see so many Sixers fans on the West Coast in a building where there's some history, of course. Um, but yeah, lots of lots of Sixers fans. And then it felt, honestly, to me that there were some neutrals in the building that were won over by the end of the night uh, because of the sort of aggressiveness of the cheers for Sixers buckets at the beginning versus at the end. The MVP chants, we heard them lightly at the beginning with Joel at the line from the Sixers fans in the building. But as the night went along, they did seem to get louder. And it felt as though the building really started to embrace Joel Embiid. And then, of course, the building also started to embrace one Tyrese Maxey, who we have not really discussed yet. And I see all of your questions about Tyrese. But he talked about postgame the way that last season he didn't really have much of an opportunity to play heavy minutes against the Lakers. He was really excited to come in and have his sort of first big moment in a big building against a big team um, and help get a big win for his team. His parents were in the front row, which he also discussed post-game. Some really, really cool quotes from Tyrese, which I have not transcribed yet, but I will later in the day just to make sure you guys see um, what he said about his parents and and, and his journey to this point. So, of course, it was a star-studded event. Little Dicky was there, so shout out to the Sixers fans. Well, Matt, rather, there was another... Um, and look, I haven't watched all of It's Always Sunny, but I know some key cast members in It's Always Sunny were there last night. They were really excited. There's a tweet um, on the Sixers page if you want to go check it out uh, of the two of them reacting to, I believe it was the final or, or a big alley-oop at the end of the fourth quarter, I think is the play featured in that clip. But look, lots of stars in the building, lots of Sixers fans in the building. Good energy throughout the evening. And then, of course, to get the win on the road, always exciting for those Sixers fans that either traveled a far distance or waited a long time to see their team come to town. Hey, it's Joe Conklin. Join me for Conklin's Comedy Night at Parks Casino, the number one casino in Pennsylvania and the official local casino partner of your Philadelphia 76ers. Tune in to 76ers games for special Parks Casino offers for fans. Watch all the action on the big screens in the Liberty Bell Gastro Pub or the Beer Garden. And come see me live with comedians from all across the country in 360 at Parks Casino. Visit parkscasino.com for tickets. Must be 21 or over game to come home with a gambler. I just shared the tweet at the top of the space. It was thank the you, alley-oop. Thank you. you caught my lob. Thank you. Yeah, it was the alley-oop <laughs> from Joel to Matisse. Very late. Oh, sorry about that. I just played the sound in my headphones at the same time, so I don't know if I cut out or whatever. But No, you're good. You're um, good. Yeah, what a shot by our teammate, Nina Raspa, right? With the, uh-huh. <laughs> with the zoom in. Uh, after the play so check that out at the top but uh, I guess that's something you always expect when you play the Lakers or the Clippers and and they'll be back there against the Clippers on Friday but it was a a good way to start the road trip the the three-game road trip that will see them play the Clippers and then the Phoenix Suns on Sunday as well I think it's a good time to dive into some questions Um, have some questions about Tobias Harden, Gina says, I'm going to talk about Furkan, shocker coming from Gina, but it's so great to see him getting back into his groove. And even when he's not shooting his confidence, moving the ball and playing defense is back. That goes to the point that I said, Lauren, about uh, how Furkan played 14 minutes and those bench minutes were kind of evenly distributed and going three for four, posting six points. It was a balanced bench effort. And it does feel like 
Furkan has his, his groove back a little bit and the Sixers coaching staff goes back to him for a second straight game. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Furkan led the team in plus minus against the Miami Heat just a couple nights ago, and then a bench high plus 15 in last night's victory. And Furkan is someone who's talked about confidence and needing to see shots go in and needing to keep putting them up. He works his tail off, and so it's been really good to see him over the last couple of games sort of emerge from what's been a difficult stretch for him. He's talked about it uh, and succeed in some big moments. He got credit from a lot of his teammates um, following Following every game, um, some top performers addressed the media. Last night, it was Tobias, Joel, Tyrese, and James Harden, and they they gave a lot of credit to Furkan for hitting a big three late because it's it's one thing to, to perform well when your team is up. It's another to perform well when your team really needs you to help get up. Um, and so Furkan's late three w- was really impressive to me. And 2,000 points. Gina added that as well. Um, Furkan Korkmaz reaching 2,000 career NBA points. Look, that's huge. I mean, these milestones throughout a regular season, they pop up on your stats feed or whatever. But imagine being anyone who becomes an NBA player and scores. You think back to like high school players reaching the 1000 point milestone to to score 1000, 2000, 3000, 10,000, whatever it is, NBA points. It's cool to see. So Furkan reached 2000 last night against the Lakers. Yeah, absolutely awesome stuff from Furk, who continues to also rise in the ranks in all-time threes for a sixer, which we love to see. Uh, he's someone that, again, has worked to, He's worked really hard. He's played his whole career in Philadelphia. He considers Philadelphia a home. And so his teammates, I think, are the best indicators that when Furkan succeeds, there are so many smiles on the bench and everybody's excited. Um, they've really embraced his success lately. And I think that that speaks volumes. Matt, I want to go to Extreme, who says, what's your take on Maxi's huge improvement? over the season and it's something that I feel like we talk about almost every time that we do a Twitter space at this point but it was pretty incredible to be in a building of folks that don't watch Tyrese Maxey every night and sort of gauge their reactions and watch sort of these wide-eyed looks uh, people who haven't seen Tyrese play in person before other members of the media that were really impressed by what he was able to do last night and it's something that we of course know because we watch him every day but to watch other people experience what Tyrese has been doing for the first time I thought was really cool Um, and I asked Doc Rivers about it pregame he talked about the way where Tyrese has improved the most, of course, is, is sort of in his shot. And he used to put up mostly floaters. Now he's finishing at the rim. Now he's making lots of threes. And then, of course, the second part that Doc talked about is just Tyrese's confidence and the way that he was always making shots in practice throughout his rookie season. But then he'd go into the game and, and he'd struggle. And Doc said that that the confidence thing was absolutely key for Tyrese. He's playing with a ton of confidence right now, and those shots are going in. So it was cool to hear Doc talk about Tyrese's progression pregame and then watch Tyrese do exactly what Doc had been talking about uh, in the game. And, of course, we're accustomed to seeing that now. It wasn't a surprise to see him do so. But everything that everyone has said about Tyrese Maxey is true and on full display. Um, It's been really, really awesome to watch him succeed. It's not just one of the biggest stories in Sixers Twitter land. It's because a pretty big story in the NBA universe. So I think it's worth discussing. It really is. I'm going to quickly use this space as a chance to plug the quick hitting 76ers insiders special edition that came out yesterday. 
Look, you don't need that much time to listen to this podcast. It's not an overwhelming task. It's quick hitting questions with both Tyrese Maxey and George Niang, two fan favorites. And it's not really X's and O's type questions. It's some fun stuff. So if you get a chance, the same feed that you might find these shows in, if you don't strictly listen to them live on Twitter spaces, 76ers Insiders, it went up yesterday. I asked Tyrese how he would describe the 2021-22 Philadelphia 76ers. He said, determined. Winona says, I felt like Tobias had a good showing defensively and made great decisions quickly. I will add some words from head coach Doc Rivers, who said post-game, Tobias was great tonight, was phenomenal. It was great. We had a talk the other day just about letting it come. If you let it come off of those guys, you're going to get a lot. And I thought he did that tonight. Then Tobias later on said, talked about opportunities, staying ready for them, being patient and quote, defending my tail off and making the right plays offensively to have even more flow throughout the game. Flow is a word that you hear Tobias Harris say a lot. Lauren, you were in the room, and and Doc also talked about the offense and how they scored 126 points, shot over 50% as a team, but said, quote, I thought we weren't very good offensively, which is amazing when you think about it, like how good we should be and can be. And, And that was sort of a theme that I gathered last night from the team. They know there's a lot more to give. And Joel Embiid even talked championship after the game. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, Matt. And and interestingly, we've talked actually a lot about efficiency with this team. They've had some really efficient evenings in the last month or so, let's say. But 5 for 15 for Tobias, overall an efficient night, but still not what he's usually up to. Again, Joel Embiid can do better than 11 for 19. We've seen Tyrese do better than 8 for 14. We've seen James do better than 7 for 18. We've seen Matisse do better than 2 for 5. So I think overall, like you said, still shot fifty over 50% from the floor, still found what they were looking for overall, and like Doc said, scored 126 points. But it wasn't what we've seen from them in the past. And so I think if this is sort of a starting point and this is sort of a baseline, there are some scary things to come from this team offensively, who which is still just getting to know one another. And that's what Joel had to say. He said, if they play things correctly, they're going to win a championship, that they can win a championship if they do things right. And I think last night, despite the victory, they didn't all feel that everything was done right. They feel that there's a lot of improvement left to be had in these next 10 or so games. And then in the few days, hopefully between the end of the season and the postseason. Um, But the fact that this is sort of a baseline and that there's still so much improvement to be made. Of course, the timeline is tight and there's a lot to do within that tight timeline. But because the ceiling continues to get higher for this group, I think there's a lot of excitement to be had. And I think that the guys can derive a lot of confidence from that. And that's what we heard from Joel postgame. It's just different. 29.8 points per game. LeBron James did not play for the Lakers, who averages 30 points per game. That's 1-2 in the scoring title race. Joel just below LeBron right now. 30 to 29.8 points per game. We'll see if... Not only Joel can get an MVP this year, but the scoring title and he wants a championship. So there's all these stories that are going to be told in the near future or we're going to have an answer to in the near future. 
And I'll add that from my vantage point last night at Crypto.com Arena, there were some young kids in Joel and V jerseys that I obviously don't know the backstory there, but the enthusiasm with which they watched Joel and Bead suggested that maybe it was their first time seeing him in person. There were a lot of oohs and ahs and gasps from these little kids that were wearing Joel and Bead jerseys. A couple similar gasps for Tyrese Maxey as well. So really cool to see what Matt you saw at All Star among players and. Devon, what you're talking about with, with Joel able to sort of put the league on notice and, and put the team on his back and do things he shouldn't be able to do uh, through the eyes of some young fans. And Joel talked about that exact concept following the game. And he said that this offseason, he worked closely with his trainer on the question that has circulated sort of in media and, and in NBA chatter about whether or not Joel Embiid can be the guy on a championship team. And Joel said that this offseason was about making sure that he could be, making sure that he could put the team on his back, get his teammates involved, be big down the stretch. And I think we've seen it over and over again. He's doing things that big men can't traditionally do. And I think to me, that's why he can be the guy um, on any team. And I've just really, really enjoyed watching his progression um, on court, off court, as a player, as a leader. Uh, This season has been different for Joel Embiid, and it's been absolutely awesome to watch. It has been. And that's all I've got for today. Um, Gina did send another message saying that speaking to the league, being aware of Embiid's greatness. I'm not sure if you caught Embiid on Draymond Green's podcast, but Draymond said in his mind, there is no question he's the MVP, meaning Joel. I did not listen to the podcast, but I saw some clips from it. And that's just another example of the players in the league and their respect for Joel Embiid, but I think that's gonna just about do it for us today. Yeah, I'm, I'm also ready to wrap it up this morning, but as always, we do these Sixers Twitter spaces after every Sixers win. The Sixers stay in LA for a couple of days to visit the Los Angeles Clippers in the same building tomorrow night. That's a late one for you guys on the West Coast, or rather, for you guys on the East Coast, um, but looking forward to hopefully doing this again with you guys and recapping um, on Saturday morning. In the words of Tobias Harris, The sun is bright, the vibrations are right. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.